It's not just that it challenges you because challenging is important. We need some kind of friction. We need to always push up against something to know what we're made of. We need to push up against our edges so that we know what we're made of. But at the same time, too much challenge all of the time becomes a problem, right? So we need the comfort, we need the challenge, and we need to know what it feels like to be alive. What I want most for women everywhere is to stop playing small and step into your unique power so you can finally show up as the fullest, biggest, and truest version of you. But that requires that you first get crystal clear about who you are and then let go of everything that you're not. I'm here to teach you how to know yourself, trust yourself, and honor yourself so you can create a deeply aligned, deeply empowered, and deeply inspiring life. You know, the one you were actually sent here to have. Come on, let me show you how. So this is my first full day in Morocco. The Lost and Found Retreats, the first one for the spring, is getting ready to start on Wednesday, which is May 11th. So I came in a week in advance. It has been not crazy, but it's been an interesting, slightly hectic two days of travel. And so being here this first day, I was like, you know what? Brush my teeth, getting ready to go to bed. It's about 9.45 at night here. But earlier today, for the first time, I went out into the souks because the older I've gotten, I've started to notice that I need a lot more downtime than I realize. So coming in, I've stayed at a couple different riads because I am always scouting new places. I'm always thinking about creating an experience for the women. Like when people are doing something with me, how can we make this an experience, particularly with regard to traveling with me, coming to Morocco? So I'm always scouting new places and came in early because I wanted to stay at a couple of different places and see how they were and look at them with my own eyes and see how the services and all that good stuff. So I did that. And ended up being up really late the first night, even though I got in in the evening, but ended up staying up late because I spent a little bit of time with an old friend and then woke up really late this morning, like 11, 12 o'clock. And so a lot of times I'll kind of try to push myself past where I need to go. And like I said, again, I'm starting to really become aware of where my limit is. So I knew for today, I just wanted to stay around the Riots. I just wanted to really give myself the time to explore these places because I'm only staying in each of these places for one night, but I wanted to give myself to explore and again, see what they were like. And so in the later part of the afternoon, early evening, I ended up going out into like really venturing out into the Medina outside the Riyadh because I'm in a completely new area and I wanted to see, kind of test my navigation skills. Like I wanted to test to see, okay, I know this certain area over here, but I'm not sure how to get over there. So I went and walked out into the Medina and I had this thought. I walked through this little area that I've walked through a million times before. And I thought, ah, that's it. I felt this thing. And it was this, it's not even a pang. I don't even know, you know, people will say a pang of familiarity or a pang of sorrow or a pang of wistfulness. It wasn't even a pang. It was just like a 
I'm making this face. These are the times I wish I had a video podcast so you could see my face, but I'm making this face and I'm doing this thing with my hand, like the chef's kiss thing with your hand, because I'm trying to come up with how I would describe this word, but it was just a, we'll call it a knowingness. And I just remember almost kind of like a breath of fresh air, but I wasn't taking a breath like, ah, yes, this is home. This is the thing that I've missed because this year, Really, the last couple of months, I have done so many new things with the retreats. And so for those of you who are on my newsletter, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I sent out an email kind of talking about my trajectory in business. And it was definitely like a reminder and an encouragement for those of you who are entrepreneurs and want to be entrepreneurs. But like, you know, let's always remember. And I always want to be the one to remind you that what you are seeing today did not happen yesterday. This has been built on 11 years of running a business and part of that decade, more than half of that decade, this was not even my work. I was, you know, full time in interior design. And so really wanting to encourage people to remember that everything that you're doing will be used and everything that you're doing, you're able to build upon. And so in kind of rolling out all these different things this year for the retreat, whether that's finally having kind of a retreat portal where people, once they pay for the retreats, they log in, all the information is there, all the magazines, some audios, there'll be videos there, all the links, all this cool stuff I have going on that would normally be emailing, centralizing all that data. And then again, deepening the experience in different ways. So having more conversations with the women, bringing them together ahead of time, connecting, doing all this cool shit. But in the midst of that, it's absolutely also felt more like work. And Not the kind of work that you hate and you don't want to do because I still love this, but I haven't had that same sense over the last few weeks of, oh my God, oh my God, I'm so excited and I can't wait to be back there next week or in three weeks or in a month or whatever it is. It's been like, yes, I'm excited, but I also very much have my head down and I am working towards a goal and I'm trying to get all these things together and every single fucking day I have been checking things off the list. I mean, I'm going to have to go back through my Trello board and look to see how many actual things were on the list because I have been meticulously just checking this shit off and really realizing like when you are creating something deeper and when you are expanding and when you are going bigger, it absolutely requires more of you. So there has been this sense of, you know, it'll be good to be back in Marrakesh. I don't feel the giddiness, but I'm also like in no means would I, you know, not want to go or do I not want to be doing this work. And so I think the people who know me, you know, Raquel and Andra and some of the people that I'm closer with have kind of been like, well, actually, I won't even say Andra. It's really more Raquel because she's got a longer, it's my best friend. She's got a longer, you know, time frame with me and kind of was there, you know, has been there from the very beginning of everything. And so it's kind of like, I can see where for her, it's probably been a little bit of like something is off. You don't really seem like yourself what's happening here. And I've had a really hard time explaining it because... It's just hard to put into words. So it was just really cool to get here and have that moment where I was really just trying to make sure, get my bearings and make sure I knew where I was um, in the Medina and to walk through that little area and to like, feel like, yes, this is home. This is that thing. Like to feel that thing that I always feel here. And so tonight I'm in the room. Like I said, it's night. I'm probably whispering a little bit because I do want to be mindful of the other people that are in the other rooms because this Riyadh is actually full tonight. The one it's bigger and and every single room is full tonight. So I do want to be mindful of the people around me. But I was getting ready to get in the shower and I was just thinking like, 
it's so important that you find the place where you feel like home. The place and the places. It's going to be more than one place. And those are like the breadcrumbs that really tell us who we are. Those are our little lighthouse moments and our, you know, flashlight moments where it's kind of the light is flashing and telling you, hey, hey, come in this direction. And I think so many of us are so quick to just be on the achievement roller coaster, the doing, the getting, the, you know, I want to have X job. I want X title. I want to hit six figures. I want to make a million dollars. I want to have these kids by this age. I want to be with this kind of partner. All of these things that we are so busy achieving. And this is just a reminder to like slow down and really pay attention to the places where you feel like home. Matter of fact, I would say, look for the places where you feel at home. And at home is not just that it makes you feel good and it makes you feel comfortable. To me, home is the perfect intersection of aliveness, challenge, and comfort. It is not just that you feel comfortable because I think home at its highest encourages us to be more. So it's not just that it makes you feel comfortable. It's not just that it challenges you because challenging is important. We need some kind of friction. We need to always push up against something to know what we're made of. We need to push up against our edges so that we know what we're made of. But at the same time, too much challenge all of the time becomes a problem, right? So we need the comfort, we need the challenge, and we need to know what it feels like to be alive. We are souls wrapped up in flesh and held up by bone. And what makes us so different is like this aliveness, this intangible aliveness of the human spirit. So we need all three of those things. And again, a lot of times we're so busy getting somewhere, getting someplace, you know, getting ready to buy a house, trying to buy this car, trying to get married, trying to get pregnant, trying to do all these different things. And it's like, wait, have you actually found a home? And while finding a home in people is important, like we absolutely should have people who are our homes, but that's a completely separate episode. Like having people who are our homes are really important, but we actually need to be able to find and be the home within ourselves first. And so one of the ways that we become the home within ourselves is by finding the places that make us the most us that we can be. And it doesn't have to be Morocco for you. It doesn't have to be the continent of Africa. It doesn't have to be Europe or Asia. It can be in the United States or in Canada or in Germany or in whatever country you may be in. It can be in your town, in your city, in your county, in your village. It's less about where it is and it's more about what that place inspires you to become. And so that's the thing. I'm going to lay down because I'm tired. But like I said, soaping off under that amazing hot shower with that strong water pressure and just thinking about this is the thing that I hope and wish for everybody, that you find a place that feels at home, that makes you come alive and makes you become more of who you are in the very best ways and that you don't just make a home there because it's easy to find a home and make that thing be the place you are all the time, but that we allow ourselves to not only continue to come back to it and we use it as a gauge, but also that 
we allow ourselves to find several homes and understand that who we are and what we are is going to grow and expand over time. And so maybe it's Morocco forever for me. Maybe it's not. Maybe this is just a phase or a season and maybe the next thing comes or, you know, I know it's this. I know it's also Spain. I know there are also parts of Portugal. I know there are also parts of me being back in California at home. Like it's not just one place. And again, I don't feel like we talk about this enough. We don't talk about opening our eyes and slowing down and getting in our bodies and breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth and getting off of social media and not having music or something blasting through your AirPods all day long. Like to just be somewhere where your eyes are forced to open and you can pay attention to the senses going through your body. And it's almost kind of like, what was that game? I don't think it's hot and cold, but there's a game where it's like, you're getting hotter, hotter, colder, colder, warm. Is there a name for that game? We don't call it hot and cold. I don't know. I feel like we called it something or maybe we didn't. I don't know. That kind of thing where it's like, you're able to slow down and remove the distractions and just to pay attention to how your body is experiencing a certain place. Does this make you come alive? Does this make you more you? Does this inspire you and activate you and encourage you to probably reach out for the things that maybe you wouldn't normally reach out for or start dreaming and thinking about possibilities of things that you wouldn't normally dream and think of? So that's it for this week. That is my thing. Like, you know, to take a moment around you or go back through your timeline of your life and start to think about where were the places that I felt most at home? Where are the places where I just felt a sense of peace and calm? Where are the places that helped me become the most me, not in a traumatic way, but in the way that makes me want to return to them again and again, to be able to submit and surrender to those places again and again. This is the fucking shit I'm talking about. This for me is what makes life so good. And, you know, I am, it was good because it finally hit me today in the souks. And again, this is really day one for me, but I am so happy to be here. I am so grateful for this place. Thinking about it now will make me start crying. I'm just so grateful for this place. I literally say all the time that. You know, when I launched these retreats in 2016, it was literally just like something that just popped up that I did not overthink. I think at the time, if I would have known that hosting retreats was going to become a thing, I'm sure I would have overthought it and probably become paralyzed with indecision. And so it was just a thing. People wanted to travel with me. I threw something up, it sells out, and it starts to become a thing. And it's like, I'm so grateful that. I trusted whatever that little teeny tiny crumb of a breadcrumb was because it has brought me here. It has, my God, I mean, I've talked about this in other episodes, but who I am and how I know myself and what I want and what I desire, even down to style of house, pace of life, partnership, all different types of things. It's like having so many different experiences in Morocco makes me think about myself differently. And I'm sure it's no, I didn't know this because I wasn't into astro cartography before. And if you don't know what that is, it is in line with astrology. And it's something where they actually 
you know, you take your birth date and it will draw a map of what your personal planets are, where they fall throughout the world. So it's this really cool thing because it kind of shows you where your Mars line is, where your Jupiter line is, where your sun line, and all of these things correspond to something different. So if you're into that kind of thing, if you want to geek out on astrology and astronomy, definitely look into astrocartography. A-S-T-R-O-C-A-R-T-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y. So anyway, it's of course no wonder that my Jupiter line, I found out way after 2016, because I wasn't into astrocartography then, but my Jupiter line actually runs almost straight through Marrakesh. And so again, it was just kind of interesting building up to getting here because it's just kind of been like, yeah, I'm going to Morocco next week. I'll be there for a long ass time, but it's work. Like this is not just me, you know, playing around the whole time. There's a lot of work. And, you know, I always say I'm not responsible for people's experience, but I am responsible for creating the container of their experience and being able to facilitate it. And then the women who come, the women who join me, they ultimately are responsible for what they experience within the container that I've created. And so it is just, like I said, cool to get here. And even in the midst of all of the expansion and all the stuff I've done, to like, the magic is still here. And again, I'm just grateful that I have trusted myself enough and I had enough courage to step out on faith and do this really cool thing a couple of years ago for fucking nothing. I hope most of you were able to read the email that I sent out because I made no money on that first trip. I actually lost money on it and I would still do it again because it's now led me here. And it now led me to know this place that I had never seen before. I didn't know anybody at the time who had been to Morocco. It just seemed like some place I needed to be. And I trusted that. And now I know that it is a place that I call home. So I hope and pray that you are able to find the place and the places that mean that for you. And it doesn't matter if you are 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 or 70 years old and you feel like, well, shit, I'm too old. I haven't found it. There is no timeline on this. Like, of course, you're not going to find the place if you are continuing to do the same things and be around the same people and have the same experiences and discount your knowingness, discount your intuition, discount those downloads that you get from God. If you continue to discount those things and you don't trust the thing that feels a little bit fucking scary and go for it, you won't find your home. So that's one thing. You're not crazy if you haven't found it. But the most important thing is it's never too late. And again, it's not a place. It is a feeling you're looking for. So the best way I can tell you to find it is to keep your eyes open, to slow down, to cut out some of the distractions. You know, whether you're in the car or wherever it is, turn off the music sometimes. Like pay attention to how your body feels. Are you holding your belly tight? Are you clenching your jaw? Are you thinking, ruminating, consistent, anxious thoughts again and again and again. One of the things that I love personally about being here in Morocco and in Marrakesh is like, it just literally, I mean, I am in another world to an extent. And so it literally feels that way though. I feel so at peace, even in the midst of being in the middle of, you know, the Medina or the souks and there's the bikes are running by and, you know, you have to walk on the right because you're fucking around trying to walk in the middle of the road, you'll get hit by a bike or a donkey can be coming around the corner. Or there's always something happening. And in the middle of all this action, it feels like peace and calm for me. I feel so at peace and so calm here. And I want that for you. 
You are absolutely worthy of having it. And as I always say, there's a difference between worthiness and deserving, you know? So worthiness is what comes inherent with how we show up as these souls and in these bodies. But the deserving part comes from the work you do. And so I know that I deserve this because I've done the work. Like I did the thing that I thought was fucking crazy or that other people thought was crazy and put together this trip to this place that I had not seen, sight unseen. I brought people here on a retreat and rented out a place and created a whole experience and didn't know any of the people that I connected with. And it's turned into this thing. So I hope you do the work to also deserve the home because you're absolutely worthy of it. And I want that for you. So I hope you find it. Wait, hold on. We're not done. I finished recording. And as I was just writing some notes for myself, I started thinking about a really important point that I want to bring up. And that's the idea that This place of home that I'm talking about is not always something that you have to go out and find. I think the reality is when we slow down, we get quiet, we get present, we will realize one of two things. Number one, there are already places in our lives now where we feel most at home. And those are places where we need to spend more time, we need to cultivate, we need to pay attention to how we feel. So Is your life and your experience and your thoughts, are they racing? Are they busy? Is it chaotic? Is it always fast paced? But then you get in this certain environment and things seem to calm down and slow down and you feel good and easy. Those are breadcrumbs. It's something to pay attention to. It is a place that you feel like home. Now, again, the second step is we have to then dive into, is this at home because I've experienced so much trauma and so much high stress that This is actually just a place of peace. And that's really important. It doesn't mean to discount it, but the thing is, the place of peace is a rest stop. It's a place for us to recalibrate our nervous system so that we get used to knowing that things can be okay and knowing what that actually feels like in our body, not using our brains to say, I know things are okay, or saying a million affirmations to try to override your body and make yourself feel like it's okay, but to actually know in your spirit that it's okay. That's really important. And then the third thing would be, I kind of lost track of my numbers or however I was going about this. And then the third thing is, oh, to pay attention to, like, is this a place where I feel, again, that trifecta? I feel alive, I feel comfortable, and I feel expanded or I feel challenged. That's what we're looking for. And so if you slow down and you may realize That is going to your grandfather's house because when you're there and on that land, you step out of the car and you can take a deep breath and you can breathe in and the air just reminds you of something and you feel anchored and deeply rooted and you feel like both feet are on the ground there. And it is a place where you know that you are deeply held because of what you've experienced there. If so, then having the home tells us we need to spend more time there. We need to cultivate that or we need to, you know, that doesn't mean you have to always completely wipe out your schedule or reorient your entire life and move there. But it means there are breadcrumbs and nuggets for you and parts of yourself that come alive. And we need to go in the direction of our aliveness, the direction where that trifecta, the challenge, the comfort, and the aliveness all come together. We need to go in those places. So again, if you start to slow down and you pay attention, you will notice that either you already have these things in your life, you already have some of these places, or at least one place, 
And you want to cultivate that more. You want to go back and visit that place more, do more there. Cool, perfect, good. The second thing is you may look around and realize, I don't fucking have that. I don't have that kind of place. I don't feel like that anywhere. And then if you fall into that camp, then the charge for you is get busy finding it. And again, the busyness is not always actually about doing busy. Getting busy finding it actually starts with you slowing down and paying attention. And this is why, and again, a much bigger conversation, but this is why like the most profound things are really the simplest. If we talk about getting busy with your life or getting busy finding your home, that's not throwing 35 things on a fucking spreadsheet and going to do it, right? It's slowing down to pay attention to. Number one, ask the questions like, who am I? Who do I want to be? Where are the places that align with this, that make me feel and become more of these things? If you want to be a certain type of woman, you want to be a certain type of man, where are the places that I feel most in line with that? If you may have a job, even if you're an employee that you love and you feel so empowered when you are delivering information or when you're presenting or when you're meeting with clients or when you're teaching the children, you feel alive. Okay. We start to, again, kind of look at the data and deduct some of the information. Okay. I have something to give or I love to be of service and I need to explore this part of myself more, right? So then that becomes a thing where it starts to lead a breadcrumb where you're able to find the thing. These deeper things that I'm always talking about in my work, in my emails, on the podcast, on the retreats, in one-on-ones when I coach clients, again, these are like the deeper anchoring things of life. These are not, you know, make a quick PDF lead magnet and go find it today. It really is more about contemplation, thinking about who and what we are and what we've been in our own lives and then the roles of other people and who we want to become and how all of these things go together in this soupy pot and mix up and how we, you know, then use it or don't use it. So anyway, as I was writing my little notes, one of the things I wanted to make sure that I was clear about is some people already have this. So like I said, it may not be in Africa, a Morocco, a Europe, you know, Indonesia, a Japan for you. Maybe it's, you know, at your mother's kitchen table, whatever it is, I think my charge is number one, tell the truth about it. And sometimes there can be a difference between We can love people and love these places, but have also had trauma with and around them. So telling the truth about where we actually feel the most alive and where we feel in the direction of where we want to go. And I talked about this a bit earlier, but again, getting really clear that comfort can be great. Comfort can also be a huge hindrance. Only wanting to do what's comfortable. Only being around the people who see you exactly how you see yourself. I think that can be a bit damaging. I think we need to also be in the people and the places that see you and hold you up to, and I wouldn't even say their higher standard, but the standard that you say you have set for yourself, the standard based on who you want to become. And so paying attention again, for me, Morocco is not a person. It is a place, but it does all of those things. It does not just meet me where I am, but also shows me so much more about who I can become and what those things can be. So I just wanted to make sure that I didn't like, you know, bum anybody out or leave you like, fuck, I'm 47 and I don't know where this place is or I'm 32 and when am I ever going to find it? It may already be right under your nose and you're just moving too fast to even recognize it, right? So slow down, pay attention. As always, my DMs are open and I would love to know as you are contemplating home or if this makes you think about a home that you've been overlooking, DM me. I want to hear about it. 
Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you love what you heard and you want to hear more, please be sure to not only follow the podcast, but also to leave a rating and review. Listen, ratings and reviews are super important because they help spread the word about the podcast so other people like you can be served by this great content. Plus, your support and feedback actually help me to continue talking about the topics and ideas you love. So if you want to connect further, you can find me on Instagram at Baker Robinson. Feel free to send me a DM and tell me what you loved about this episode. I seriously love hearing from you. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.